Uh, hey everyone, welcome to the Good News Podcast. Uh, we continue our series on unsung heroes, and I'm, I'm just loving this series. Uh, today we've got a conversation with a, a, a gentleman named Dan Young. Dan's part of our church at NBC. He's a coach, and I just saw several weeks ago that he got an award for coaching hockey in the Brampton minor hockey system. And and so I, I'm really grateful today we can spend some time with Dan to talk all about coaching and the impact that God has through him as a coach. And also want to encourage us as we think about other roles, uh, people who are coaching in other areas, people who are um, leading bands, uh, people who teach, any anyone working with young people, I think sometimes we forget the impact that, that people like this have every single day. Unsung heroes without question. So friends, get ready, fasten your seatbelts. This is a great conversation with Dan Young, an unsung hero who's coaching and impacting young people today. Let's dive in. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Good News Podcast. I am so excited, super excited about today's episode. We're continuing this series on unsung heroes. And one of the ways that people serve and give and bless others is through coaching. And Dan Young is with us today. Dan's part of our church here at NBC, and he's uh, a coach in the Brampton Minor Hockey System. Dan, first of all, thanks for, for being open to this conversation today. And second, thanks for the amazing work that you do on the ice. Thanks for having me. And, uh, you know, I, I do the best that I can, but, uh, you know, I, I give a lot of credit to my assistant coaches and my, the cool. parents on my team. Yeah. They yeah. get, uh, they get a lot of, uh, I think unsung credit as well. Yeah. You know what? I, I love that you said, cause I think as an unsung hero, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think <laughs> that's you. one of the qualities that we're seeing is people are very quick to thank the others who are part of what they're doing. So absolutely appreciate that. We can chat about that as well. The support, cool. you, the support you get in your coaching role mm-hmm. along the way from home to the ice, to the, you know, the parents. Um, tell us a little bit about how you got into coaching. Let's kind of start there and then definitely want to get into, you got a, you got an award recently. So we'll, yeah, let's start with how you got to st- okay, coach, so, coaching. Okay. Um, uh, so for everybody here at the church, they know that I've got a handful of boys and, uh, <laughs> I never, four, yeah, well, yeah, five, yeah. my well, eldest five. being okay, 27. So. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Um, but, cool. um, you know, I, I was never able to coach my older ones because they had, I would, I want to say adequate coaching. Mm. So with, uh, my two older boys, they moved through the system pretty decently with decent coaching. And we kind of had the game plan that with my youngest son, Daxton, that I would evolve into potentially coaching him. Mm. So as, uh, you know, the years went by and things grew and grew as kids do, you know, the older boys kind of kept going this way and that way. And then my other son, Gabriel was moving along and, uh, Daxton was finally of the age where he needed, uh, some, you know, substantial coaching and, mm-hmm. you know, it was okay. Well, here we are at this point and, uh, okay, jump in with both feet and see what happens. Mm, cool. Yeah, I, I can't help but ask this because uh, I've had a bit of coaching as well with our guys. Um, how do you walk that fine line between? You know what's coming, buddy. <laughs> I love this. How do you walk that fine line between being a dad and being coach? Um, I I got to be honest. I straddle the line for it, sure. It's yeah. very difficult. Um, what I did was I had my defensive coach, my son Daxon, played defense last season. So um, I was kind of I want to say the tip of the spear, but I yeah. would give my coaching staff a yeah. lot of flexibility in kind of how they took the reins and control of things. Yeah. So I would allow my defensive coach to kind of, you know, control Daxton, speak to Daxton, encourage Daxton, and just kind of be that part for him. And then on the car ride home, I would be the dad. Perfect. So, yeah. it, uh, I mean, I'm the coach on the bench and on the ice. Yeah. And sometimes it's spilled over in practice. 
because sometimes he thought it'd be funny to mm. chirp me mm. and I'd be like, well, take a lap. So we straddled uh, we straddled that line and um, I want to say it was probably just as equally difficult mm. for Daxton mm-hmm. to kind of find that, that mm-hmm. sweet spot as to, okay, so he's my dad, he's my coach. And, mm-hmm. you know, it uh, took probably the first month and a half, but uh, we worked it out mm-hmm. and... Uh, you know, it, it's funny because now I'm assistant coach for one of my other sons. Mm. And Daxton turned to Gabriel and said, okay, well, get right, buckle in. It's going to be a good time for the first month until you get used to it. Mm. Yeah, so yeah. It's, um, it, it's easier now. But uh, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was fun. Yeah, fun trying to mitigate that. Yeah, no, you know, and I think I think just even being aware that it's an issue mm-hmm. can help you out, and I mm-hmm. love the way that you've worked worked through some of the other coaches to just make sure Daxon gets what he needs on Absolutely. the ice in that way, but you can still be uh, encouraging yep. Dad, uh, yep. yeah, and play that role too. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. uh, it was a difficult car rides home because you know as a coach you see it one way, but as a dad you kind of see it another way. But yeah. uh, we made it, and. Uh, you know, he's going to try again next season because I'm his coach again. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So, and you recently got, got an award. Uh, tell us a bit about the, the award and what that was about and why you got it. So, um, at the end of every hockey season, there is a BHI or Brampton Hockey has an award ceremony and they have a, a list of all kinds of awards, you know, most uh, valuable player, most encouraged player, most developed player, uh, for goaltenders, for defensemen, for forwards and for the coaching staff. So, um, I was nominated by my manager, whom I've known for a good many years. And, uh, you know, as to my surprise, I was actually awarded it. I don't mm. think that it was just entirely from our improved record, but uh, I think it was also by, you know, seeing just the difference in how the, the boys play the game. Mm. And uh, I was shocked and surprised and mm. uh, kind of pleased, mm-hmm. to be honest. Absolutely. I was pleased that, uh, you know, my efforts were rewarded, not just by you know, improving our win-loss ratio, but yeah. uh, recognized. Yeah, yeah, very cool. Well, congratulations. Thank you. And, Thank uh, you very I'm much. I'm not surprised, but very grateful for that. Uh, I'm very yeah. grateful. Yeah. It's going to be a big fill, uh, shoes to fill yeah. for the next season, but, uh, you know, the, the kids know what the, the expectations are, yeah. and uh, we're just going to move forward with yeah. it. Cool, cool. What do you, uh, because with coaching, absolutely, it can be challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be exciting. Um, what are what are some of the things you enjoy most about about coaching, and and maybe what are some of the challenges that you find um, in in the role? Um, I want to say the most enjoyable part was watching a child that, for example, couldn't make a left crossover hmm. to begin the season, and then midway through the season, he's making that left crossover, and now he's transferring into a backwards transition skating mm. and you know i mean it seems small and almost insignificant but if you look at the big picture during the game if you can't make that crossover and transition mm. yeah. you become a liability and uh you know for me it was just watching these kids go from i want to say zero to just one mm. and then we you know we're going from one to two mm. and it wasn't you know our worst players that were seeing these gains it was also some of our best players we were seeing some significant gains mm. in just their gameplay and uh, so on the reward side, that was where it, it really hit me. On mm. the challenging side was trying to, I think, connect individually with each of these children. Mm. I mean, some are tactile learners for, you know, I need to see it. I need to write it. I need mm. to experience it. I need to do it. And yeah. sometimes just the the tone in your one's voice turns a kid off. So mm. it was uh, finding that, you know, I want to say... Uh, 
finding your path through the jungle, so yeah. to speak, to, yeah. to reach each and every one of these boys all at the same time. Mm -hmm. And uh, it would honestly take maybe three or four extra sentences, but the kid that's staring at you with just blank eyes yeah. goes, oh, yeah. got it. Yeah. Okay, let's go. And then the other kids are like, oh, perfect. He got it. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that was probably my biggest challenge. And honestly, it took me all season yeah. to get that down okay. pat. Yeah, yeah. I love your... Um, what I hear, Dan, is an openness to growing, including yourself, mm -hmm. like getting better at coaching, getting better at communicating, getting better at connecting. It sounds like sounds like you you learned along the way, which is if we're open, that's sort of what what happens. Absolutely. And, yeah. and my biggest instructor for all of that was uh, my wife, yeah. who's been a teacher for I can't yeah. remember how many years, and I'm in trouble for this one. But uh, I mean, she was instrumental in, in giving me ideas and, and plans on yeah. reaching these kids. So yeah. um, I give a, a lot of credit to you, Krista. Yeah, right on, right on. Yeah, yeah. No, you know, it's funny because um, what you're describing here reminds me when I first started coaching uh, our middle son. It was uh, yeah, it was they were pretty young. Like it was grade one at age, I guess six, mm -hmm. five, six years old, right? And this was basketball, not hockey, but I think similar application. And I was trying to, you know, do drills that I'd done with higher level. And, and you know, I, so I, I, I knew basketball, you know, well enough, mm -hmm. um, but I didn't know little kids well enough. And it was brutal. <laughs> like, they're all over the place. Balls are all over the place. I'm trying to control, get them, you know, and, and it was just like, it was it was it was brutal. It was terrible. I'm surprised they let me back, you know, <laughs> sort of thing. But I went to our son's grade one teacher and uh, I talked to her one day after school and I said, Hey, I'm trying to coach these kids and, you know, I'm trying to control it. And she goes, You're trying to control that? Like, yeah, so yeah, yeah, goes, oh, yeah. no, 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 no. Correct. Here's what you got to do get yeah. the parents out there, break it down, no yeah. lineups. Everyone's got a ball. They're always moving, you know. It's like, Oh, anyway. So, yeah. so it was, it's so cool to learn from, you know, multiple disciplines yes. on how to do something yes. <laughs> that is way beyond just the skill or the sport. And that's, that's what, what I love about coaching. And I hear that in, the way that you're talking about even even learning how to connect um with the kids um beyond the whatever the activity you're trying to help them grow in um how do you see coaching impacting not only the skill or the team results of hockey win or lose crossover or not i love mm -hmm. that though just taking those little things because if you can if you can get better at a little thing that you didn't think was possible later in life you might actually realize oh i can get i can do that because I, I couldn't do a crossover left way and now i get you know so mm -hmm. uh, where where do you see some of the overlap on what you're teaching on the ice and in you know on the bench and with the kids, the players, where do you see that overlapping into life for them? Some of the life lessons that come through the hockey that you're teaching and coaching. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, we, um, my philosophy, and I've explained it to my coaching staff, and they're completely on board. Um, we're not just simply trying to create better hockey players, but we're working collectively to make better people. Yeah, right on. And right on. Uh, you know, we give them a set level or a set description of expectations. Right. So we need you there by an hour. Okay. So we're looking on punctuality. Mm -hmm. We need you to be ready half an hour beforehand. So do your thing, but get your gear on, be ready for conversations. We're, we're getting you to focus and start training your mm -hmm. mind. So now we're not just scatterbraining or crawling cats anymore. You know, we're, we're getting into game mode. Um, a big thing that we started pressing with these young men was integrity, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You're going to go out there and you're going to play as hard as you can. You're going to have to work as hard as you can to beat these guys, but at the final buzzer, it's just a game. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they're just kids that are working hard and trying to win also. Mm -hmm. But, it, you know, when that buzzer goes, okay, real life starts again. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean, you know, call them out, 
chirp them or anything. I I mean, I'm okay with a bit of level of chirping because, you know, that's competitive. Mm -hmm. But, you know, Mm -hmm. when it's done, it's done. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's not personal. Yeah, It's not personal, right? And in the room, it it is all about respect. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, we've had several conversations with the boys just to make sure that, hey, you recognize that, okay, this is not what you intended it to sound like, but think about how it does sound like. Mm -hmm. And they sat there and they're like, well, you know what? I can actually see why that might be upsetting. So we were working with them the full time and, you know, we're hoping that the friendships and the lessons that we're passing on to them is something that like you were mentioning that they can reflect back upon and be like, you know what, I can do whatever I want to do. I just have to make it smaller steps instead of trying to leap into Mm -hmm. it. I just take a step towards it Mm. and then another step and another step. And then eventually I get to where I'm going as opposed to trying to jump over it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's, uh, that's my mandate for us is just to make better people. Mm -hmm. And if we have fun and we make better hockey players, excellent. We're just using hockey as a conduit to teach these boys how to be men Mm. at the end of the day. I love it, man. Thanks, Mm -hmm. Dan. That's so cool. That's so cool. Uh, You're, you're a person of faith. You're Mm -hmm. a a follower of Jesus. And um, how, how does that impact uh, the way that you coach, the way that you interact, uh, who you are, how does who you are as a person of faith, as a follower of Jesus um, come out in, in the way you do what you do with the coaching and why you do it and and those kinds of things? Yeah. I think the, the strongest way that my faith comes through is simply by, you know, being who I am. Mm. You know, and uh, I, I, I like to tell the boys that I have a phrase that is, uh, you know, I say what I do and I do what I say. Mm. And I try to stay completely firm with that as, as much as possible. I mean, there's constantly evolving things that change the circumstance, change the situation. So you have to alter things. But at the end of the day, it, it really boils down to is that, you know, you don't have to be rude or mean or belligerent, mm. or any of the the things that you know the world would love to see you become, mm. to solve things, to get around things, to to propel yourself better. Mm. And uh, I think you know just by you know exhibiting the positivity that Jesus brings into a person's life, that mm. you know you, you don't have to be you know that person all the time or mm-hmm. any of the time, mm-hmm. to be honest. I mean, there are opportunities definitely that are, you know, pr- put in our path that is just like you can flip the switch mm. and and revert to being, you know, not a very positive or nice person. But, uh, you know, uh, just smile, wave, and tell them have a nice day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a few occasions after games where the opposing team's parents were not happy with me. And it was just a, a smile and have a nice night, mm. have a nice night, drive safe. Mm-hmm. Right mm-hmm. as we walked past, and uh, some of my coaches said, "Wow, that went really well." And I was mm-hmm. like, "Mm-hmm, mm-hmm." mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the kids and were I, all like, "Hmm, look at Coach Dan. I didn't get kicked out yet." Because, <laughs> like, because they know in oh, that yeah. moment, like they know you're human. Yep. And there's a desire that you want to kind of elevate it. You want Correct. to kind of, oh, what are you, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Reciprocate. I, yeah, yeah, yep. right? Yeah. Yep. Which all we all know, we've seen that happen. And, you, you know, when you see it happening, and, and hey, fair enough, because we can all get engaged mm-hmm. in that kind of mm-hmm. behavior. It's so easy to, um, but it just doesn't go anywhere good. And and what, what, what you know, how many times have you seen that, whether it's parents at a sporting event or or the coach sometimes, mm-hmm. coaches, and you think, oh, that what are, what are you modeling? Yeah. 
for the for the players. And just I, I love that, Dan. It's, it's not easy. I, I hear fruits of the spirit, you know, mm-hmm. when the Holy Spirit enables us to be patient, where maybe we would want to outburst or be angry, oh, yeah. like for sure, exactly. But what you're modeling for it for your players, like that's they'll remember. I I, I just have great confidence. They'll remember this stuff, and and you know, who knows? One day maybe they'll link it to the fact mm-hmm. that this guy was a person of faith. But either way, you're modeling something really good mm-hmm. that can only come from God. If you <laughs> well, ask me. Yeah, I agree. Experience. Anyway. I agree because yeah. I there's nothing that I can do that would have made me better in that situation. Yeah. <laughs> walking past those parents, listening to the words coming out of their faces, yeah. but it was, uh, yeah, it was. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, well, mm-hmm. Yeah. Good for you. Good for you, man. <laughs> I patted awesome. myself on the back for that's that a, one, and awesome. it was one of these. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> you know. That's great. And uh, I mean, I walk in the room, and the the boys are just either upset. Or, or they're excited, and it's it's just you know positivity. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I give them the the monotone conversation where you know I just I'm just solemn about not so much that they lost sometimes, mm-hmm. but just their effort. Sure, and yeah. uh, you know it, it's just solemn. And then okay, you know my wife gave me a, a beautiful analogy about the, the 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 hamburger. You know, like the bun, the meat, and the bun. Mm-hmm. Where okay, you know something good. Something bad, mm. something good. Finish with something good all mm. the time, yep. right? And I'm like, okay. So some, there's some games where you, it, those are hard to find. Yeah, yeah. And you're yeah. like, okay, good, bad. Mm. Keep, keep, keep going. Keep something's gonna come up. Yeah. Come on, come on. <laughs> and then I'll turn it over to one of my assistant Absolutely. coaches. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, maybe he's got something. But uh, no, it's uh, it's it's genuinely. Uh, I I don't want to say easy. Mm. You know, to to continue to be completely positive because mm-hmm. i mean you you see the world out there mm-hmm. it just weighs on us mm-hmm. and it's just itching for us to crack mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know roll over and say okay you got me mm-hmm. but uh no 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 mm-hmm. no i've uh I've, I've seen that side of life and there is nothing good there mm-hmm. well may the holy spirit could do to give you all that you need to do that because it's for you but it's also for the the, yep. the players that you're modeling it, just a different way of living and mm-hmm. that's that's cool man that's cool mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned that off the top, just uh, the other people who are part of your staff, your coaching staff, your team, um, and just, yeah, we want to lift you up as an unsung hero and uh, grateful. Again, thanks, Dan, for coaching, for Thank the you. impact you have on kids' lives. Um, yeah, and, and it, it's just have such confidence and trust that for years to come, it will have an impact even beyond what, what you, you probably see. And then there's a group of people that you also are yes. appreciative of. So yeah, I'd yes. love to hear who 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 are the the people that support what you're doing and make your job easier or better or more impactful. So first and foremost, I'm gonna you know give a lot of credit to my manager Paige. Mm. She uh, she is a non-parent manager. Our our 08 sons um, play hockey together forever and ever and ever, and she agreed. And she has made it almost seamless for me. I, I, I come mm. up with ideas. I send them off to her. She responds back with done, done, done. And so she allows me to just do the coaching part. Mm. Uh, I have three assistant coaches, uh, Mark, Trevor, no, sorry, Mark, Kevin, and Steve. Mm. And um, they just absolutely support the ideas that I have. Um, I'm not a coach that says this is what we're doing and this is it and that's all. Um, I have ideas. I'd like to go down certain paths and training and so forth. I run it by them, get some feedback. We work together on creating a, a better plan than just the one that I have because everybody has a different angle. So they they you know worked alongside with me to put this together for these mm. boys. And uh, I've got two 
um, on-ice assistants that I utilize in practice, Morgan and Trevor, which have been probably our most unsung um, dads on the team. Because mm. when we're running a practice, if a kid can't get something, we want to keep the practice flowing so the kids are moving, we're working things. They'll pull the kid aside, work with them on that specific cool. skill or that specific movement, and then throw them back in the mix mm. as opposed to stopping okay, everybody try this or myself doing it. And so it's been, you know, really well received by the parents. And uh, we told them coming into it that it it wasn't going to be all sunshine and rainbows, hmm. that, you know, the boys were going to have to work hard. And uh, they said, well, okay, that's fair. So I, I taught the boys that hard work means I work hard. Hmm. A very simple statement that, you know, if it's hard, I have to work hard at it. Hmm. And uh, I, I learned that with my son Cairo, mm. who, you know, he's just got to work hard at things. So, you mm. know, hard work means I work hard and mm. they adopted it and took, made it their own. And, uh, we see it on the ice every time. And, and the parents, they're, this is perfect. Mm. This is what the boys have been waiting for. So mm. it's uh, been very well received and, you know, they support the decisions and the ideas and the directions that we choose to mm. take these guys down. And I think I had one complaint from the parent group. Um, or one issue with the parent group and all it was, was please stop yelling at the ref because mm. you're not helping us. <laughs> and that was it. So, mm. I mean, for the parent group to be that receptive to what we're, we're putting together for the, the team mm -hmm. means that we're doing something right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I'm not going to lie. I wasn't the best hockey player in the world. I mean, I played double A my whole life and, you know, had to give up playing hockey just for scheduling reasons for the kids and stuff. But, uh, I mean, I see the game and I've seen it long enough to recognize that I can teach them this, cool. but I think it isn't just the skills and drills that they need. It's just the behind the scenes encouragement mm -hmm. and determination and, you know, being lifted up and, you know, endorsed as a, as a person yeah. that, you know, kind of translates to how much they do better on the ice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm, that's so it's, awesome. uh, it's been great. That's awesome. Well, thanks, Dan, for Thank you're you. doing a great job, you and your team, Same. and yeah. grateful for the the work you're doing to to make uh, make this community a better one to live in for mm -hmm. sure. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, awesome. Well, hey, love to say a prayer of thanks for the wow, work great. that you're doing, the way God's working through it all. Yeah, cool. cool. Let's pray. Yeah. Oh God, thank you for uh, just the the reality that unsung heroes show up in all kinds of shapes and forms, and certainly. Um, see that in in the work that you have called Dan to do as a coach. <laughs> Grateful for the the many ways that he lifts up his his players and his coaches and even the parents. That there's a whole entourage of people that he is leading and impacting. That as as you shine your light through him, as he chooses in intense moments to um, do his best to show kindness and and patience and and share, show love. Um, yeah, that that just that, those are lessons that that stand the test of time. That these young men are being impacted uh, for their future in ways that we we really believe um, glorify you. So thank you for all of this, and just going to bless uh, Dan in, in in his coaching, in his life, in his home, and just grateful um, that we could share a little bit of that together here today. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank Thanks, my much, man. Jimmy. Hey, great to be with you. Good Thanks times. for being a part of the. Good News Podcast, and thanks Absolutely. to you, friends, for joining us for the Good News Podcast. Uh, always good to be with you. Hope that you've been inspired and encouraged by Dan's story today, and and maybe a takeaway uh, might be for all of us. If you know someone that's coaching these days, uh, pump their tires a little bit. Thank them. Appreciate them, because as as Dan has expressed, it, it's 
it's it's not always easy. It can be a very hard assignment. And so just want to say thanks for the great work that they're doing, that God is doing through them. God, God bless you, friends. Always good to be with you. Hope to see you again real soon. You know, during that conversation, I was reminded of what one of my mentors has, has always said to me, God's never just doing one thing at a time. And here is Dan coaching. And, and for all coaches and people who work with young people, you're, you're working on hockey, you're working on uh, left crossovers, and you're working on slap shots, and you're working on jump shots. And, and, and you know, there's a skill that you're teaching. You're, you're teaching kids how to play music or sing. But, but you're never just doing that. And the life lessons that come, I love that statement, we're not just growing hockey players, we're growing people. And I can just imagine all the lessons that these, these young people are learning through Dan, through the coaching staff, through, through the hockey, that's gonna bless them for, for the rest of their life. Uh, showing up on time, uh, being prepared. Uh, how about how to handle intense situations. I, I love I love Dan's honesty that, yeah, absolutely. There's times where you just want to blow up. You just want to escalate. You want to, you want to fight back in a way that's not actually really helpful because of pride or ego or your own emotions and just the way that his faith sort of leaks into his role as a coach. Uh, those fruits of the Spirit uh, where the Holy Spirit in the moment um, beyond Dan's own control, beyond our own human tendencies can bring patience and, and kindness and self-control and just a different way of living. Like all of those are incredible lessons that these, these, these young people are so blessed to, to get from Dan. So just, just grateful for, for all that Dan's doing here as a coach and all you other coaches out there as well. And anyone who works with young people, you know what I love to, um, like we've seen in a few of these conversations already. And my guess is we're going to we're going to have this with every unsung hero. It's never just about them. In fact, it's always about the other people that are helping them do what they do. And we heard that through, through Dan as he talked about the other coaches and, and the parents and, 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 and managers. And, and, and you know, just I love parents that, that were able to kind of jump in and, and, and help out. Doing the little things, taking kids aside and, and in, in it just one-on-one, -on -one offering some, some help. Um, some interaction, some connection. It, it's it's cool. It's cool. It reminds me that we really are in this thing called life together. And uh, that's good news. And that's good news. So friends, thanks as always for being part of the Good News Podcast family. Hope you've been blessed today. I know I, I certainly have. I've been very inspired and, and really do hope you are as well. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Good News with Jamie Holtam. And I'd uh, love to have you subscribe so that you can, you can know every time an episode is released, you'll get notified and uh, love for you to, to, be, to be on the in in, in that kind of way. Friends, God bless you. Thank you for all that you do. Um, love and appreciate you. Hope to see you again real soon. God bless you.